Hi, True Believers. This is your friendly neighborhood, Jake Man here. Just letting you know that while this podcast season will be ending soon, that's right, season two, what a ride it's been, will be coming to an end. There will still be episodes released on the Patreon once this feed is not doing anything until season three, if it exists. So if you'd like to hear more, go to patreon.com slash UAPod. That's patreon.com slash UAPod to hear more. Thank you. I love you. Now enjoy Matt Apodaca, the king of the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California. This is a podcast where I give advice to people that never, ever ask me for it. It's my number one favorite thing to do, and now it's in podcast form. And of course, we're here for season two. (sighs) You feel that? Whoa, says my baby. Season two. I can't believe it. Oh, man, it's such a great time to be alive, and it's such a great time to have my co-host for this episode. That's right. He's a co-host. It's wow. Matt Abadaka. Hello. Hey, Matt. Hello. Hi, Jake. How you doing, dude? I'm doing great. I'm having so much fun. Um, it's so great to have been, um, you know, we did one, and now we're going to do another one, and I've been promoted, and I just feel I feel so great. If I can, uh, if I can go inside baseball here, which is a, a term that I need to find other ways to say. Um, I feel like it applies to other sports. Yeah, the crazy thing is when you're talking about football and you're really getting into it, you need to go inside baseball. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, everyone on this show does end up getting the moniker of co-host. Um when I feel like they deserve it, and the only person who has so far not attained that is a frequent guest and a fan favorite, my wife. So Dana, yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, she is. I feel like she's destined to forever be a guest on the show, while everyone else seems to quickly rise to co-host. And it's not. It feels like it's not fair to her, but it's more than fair. Well, you know, there's that old timeless saying. Always a guest, never a co-host. <laughs> yeah. People and always say that. People say that about Dana. People say that about Dana. In fact, that's where it origin originated, was about her and her appearance mm-hmm. on this podcast. And it's never been more true than when used in the exact circumstance it was created for. Uh, Matt, I'm so happy to have you here. Hilarious comedian, <laughs> podcast extraordinaire. He's on an improv team with me. I'm, Guys, you're just so lucky that you get to uh, listen to Matt on this show. I guess that's Uh, what we should start by saying. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What is this, Moana? Um, Matt, uh, that's a Matt Abadaka joke if one's ever been told. That's very good. You would do it it. well. You would do it really well. I have to. Have to I, hadn't, I haven't seen it, but I know the song. Uh, and so I, wouldn't, I didn't get there as fast as you mm-hmm. um, to have done it. So yeah. I think, I, but I, in the spirit of what you're saying, I agree. Yes, I would make that joke. Uh, Matt, where can everybody find all the cool stuff you do? Okay, so I won't do it as long as last time. Uh, it was, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> at Matt Apodaca. That's where... I post all my stuff. You know, I work, uh, I produce podcasts for um, Earwolf, How uh, This Get Played, Culture Kings, Yo, Is This Racist, Query, those are all shows I work on. Um, 
I have my own podcast. Uh, Yo, what's these always talking about Weezer? Uh, Candy dinner, which I haven't done. We haven't done episodes uh, during this whole thing because uh, we're both, um, I guess, busy and tired. Uh, <laughs> and it's hard to do stuff when you're not when you're tired. Um, I appreciate you keeping this shorter because it's so far longer <laughs> than before. Well, that's because I start to spiral. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I've had more coffee since uh, we were recording. Um, but that's where all my stuff is. Just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Ah, oh, Matt, thank you again for being here. One of the greats. You could, you could. This episode could be an hour long of your plugs because uh, you're just one of the best, <laughs> my man. Well, and I feel like I could take up the time because I love talking <laughs> well if you love talking you're gonna love giving some relationship advice on this episode of this podcast matt okay, uh, it's like it. It, it's like they say if you're ready to talk you can do it on this podcast and it's never more true than on this podcast right now That's true. Uh, this comes from the relationship advice subreddit our topic for today i 32 year old male yelled at my son four-year-old male and my wife 34-year-old female is losing her mind. So he didn't yell at them both. He yelled at the son, and his wife's upset. Which, mm -hmm. you know, parenting is a tricky little spider. I don't know why I wanted to say that. I don't think it's ever been said. It's a collaboration. It's a dance, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's tough because you, you have to be on the same page. And sometimes uh, you can get very upset. I remember... Um, I'm not going to wife shame, so I'll say I did this. But I think we all know who did this. Um, but one time, uh, I, not really, was uh, having a hard time putting our uh, daughter down for sleep. She was being particularly difficult. And I remember coming out and talking to me. Wait, sorry, let me get this correct. I had to have talked to my wife for this to be true, but I think we all know how this goes. Um, and I was just like, I'm really frustrated right now. Um, I need like a few minutes. I need you to take over. And she, uh, to her credit, is incredible and more than accommodating and just the best partner you could have. Let's remember, mm -hmm. I switched the people in this story. So um, <laughs> I get it. That there are times uh, where you have a bad moment and it's not the best, uh, but it's totally understandable. Again, I don't know what they yelled at here. I don't know if this is like a the slap situation. Oh my gosh. Um, what if it's NBC's The Slap? If this is viral marketing for NBC's The Slap, I got to give it up to them. Yeah. Uh, Matt, here we go. Let's do it. I I'm a nurse in a very large and dense city. I mean, yeah, you already know what that means. Okay, so you were in New York. COVID hit us really hard. As just say it. I that's fine with me. You're one of the, you're one of the frontline heroes. Yes. COVID hit us really hard, especially the staff, because we're not given close to the proper gear. So nurses in my job have been falling left and right and getting positive COVID results. Mm -hmm. It makes our job very stressful because you never know when you're going to get called on a cause and a coworker is positive. Sure. My son has been hitting the little prankster phase. Ooh. A little Bart Simpson action going on here, huh? A little Matty Apodaki. Yeah, little Bart Simpson, which, I mean, no one loves the Simpsons more than me. 
And I also hear you like it quite a bit. Is that right? I have seen it. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Matt loves The Simpsons. I also love The Simpsons. But boy, you have a Simpsons tattoo, don't you? Am I, I wrong? I do. I have the tattoo that Bart gets in the very first episode of The Simpsons. Uh, oh, that's right. Well, I guess the the serialized well, uh, version of the show, not the Tracy Ullman uh, cartoons. But it says Ma in a hmm. heart because it was supposed to say Mother. But Marge pulls him out of the tattoo chair. Yeah, what a... Ah, so you like it more than me. I get it. He's in his little prankster phase. For me, I'll look at this through the lens of that Offspring song, Original Prankster. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that song? I do, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, it's great that you say that because I tend to look at things just through the lens of the Offspring uh, discography. Yeah, I, I find something in their catalog where I'm like, hey... Uh, my friend's got a girlfriend. I I know this one. <laughs> he hates her. We get it. Um, boy, I I uh, boy, I love the Offspring, but that's a tough song to defend anymore. Original yeah. prankster. Okay. Uh, my son's in his little prankster phase. It starts with really cute things like, "Here, Daddy, look at my drawing of a dog." Ha! It's not a dog. It's a cat. Then running away and laughing like a madman. Great. I love it. Uh, but then it turned into where's my wallet type scenarios, oh, no. which hasn't caused a problem. But we've been trying to teach him that hiding adult things is not OK. We're not. Uh, Dana and I are not going through a prankster phase necessarily, but every once in a while she is like trying to kick our daughter uh, like when she's like on the changing table or something. And we have mm. to teach her like it's OK to kick things like balls or whatever but you never kick a person you never kick an animal so she'll like be sit there and she'll be like grandma kick no mom <laughs> kick no but that's good because she's she's learning she is learning she's like uh when a robot starts uh coming to life in a movie and they're like it's learning yeah. uh, <laughs> she's that robot um so i do understand the um this little uh thing Yes. I finished a long overnight shift and I go home and collapse. Just toss my shoes and pass out. I wake up to a phone call from my boy a couple hours later saying, Mom is showing COVID symptoms. Can you cover my shift for a couple? Wait, what? Oh, someone else. I thought it was the boy. Oh, yeah. This is, I was like, this is an elevated prank. This, <laughs> this is, is too far. Okay. I would yell at this kid too, but this is, he's saying like how I would say about you. Oh, my boy. Yeah. Wait, now I'm so confused. Oh, okay. Here's why I got confused, Matt. This sentence reads, I wake up to a phone call from my boy a couple hours later saying... So when he says my boy, he means his friend. Yeah, his friend. I fucked that up. Sorry. That's okay. That's Well, I'll consider accepting your apology, but I don't think that was on you necessarily. Because the, the, the way the sentence was formatted, you know... Look, Matt, you don't open term interpretation. You, you don't need to accept my apology. I did this and I have to learn from this mistake. And it's not up to the wronged party, which is you here to mm -hmm. forgive me at all. I just want to let you know I'm acknowledging it. And you're going to see through the work I do on this podcast uh -huh. that I am sorry. And you have no obligation to forgive me. Okay, well, you know, and I'll say this before we move on. I can forgive, but I can't forget. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. 
I got a call saying, my mom is showing COVID symptoms. Can you please cover my shift for a couple hours at most while I go check on her? Obviously, I say yes, and I rush to go relieve him because he was on a job now, but I can't find my shoes. Fast forward 20 minutes of me scrambling for my shoes, and my son runs up and says, your shoes are in my closet, daddy, and running off to go grab them before me, and I started screaming. I said no swears or anything regrettable. However, I told him, we said never take an adult's things, and you go ahead and take my things. You're in big trouble when I get back. And when I finally get to my buddy at the hospital, I see dozens of texts from my wife saying, whoa, don't even think about coming home unless you have proven to me and your son that you will never show that disgusting side of you again. Your behavior was disgusting, and that is not something I will ever tolerate. Hopefully, your best friend has a couch for you to sleep on. Ooh. I didn't expect this. Interesting. Interesting wrinkle. Yeah. I get that I yelled at my son, but for crying out loud, my best friend's mom could have been dying and I was rushing. She's not giving me any leeway on this. I have never yelled at my son before, but she won't forgive me and I don't know what to do. So there we go, Matt. That's what we need to give some relationship advice on. I, I This is obviously the wrong takeaway, but I'm just thinking about something and I want to just get it out of the way before we dig into this. This person is best friends with someone they work with, and I'm just baffled by this. Like, just how I was in the last one where those friends were roommates. I, I, I like a lot of the people I work with, but best friend? I'm just shocked by this. I mean, unless they got into the same career at, like, the same time. Like, I feel like all my best friends are people I've known, like, my whole life. But, like, people you meet in the workforce are people you know, like, I've known my coworkers for like two years. I wouldn't elevate any of them to best friend level. I'd say I'm good friends with some of them. Yeah. Best friend. I'm just shocked. I'm just, I don't know why that's just so shocking to me. No, I think you're right. I did work with some of my best friends at mm-hmm. one point. Uh, but to be fair, um, two of them, we kind of applied to, to the same place together. We all worked at Best Buy uh-huh. at one yes. time. And then through working at Best Buy when I was 17 or whatever, I also met a lot of people who ended up being uh, friends. And at one point, four of us who were all great friends and all worked at Best Buy all lived in the same house. That's incredible. I do want to ask you something about your Best Buy. Sure. Can you confirm if there was a telephone booth in the parking lot or not? You know, huh, that's tough. All I remember, it's so weird. Like, the only memories I have at Best Buy are kind of like the morning meetings we have. And then one time I saw this guy strangle his girlfriend in a car in the parking lot. But phone booth. Sorry, I don't know. Okay, I just needed to know, but thank you. Okay. Um, Yes, so I agree with you. It is weird to work with your best friend. And, I mean, I guess I get it. Maybe, like, you went to the same medical school together. and Yeah, that would track for me, for sure. But yeah, Um, of course, Um, it is a little odd. But I guess, you know, as you get older, especially if you work in a very intense field where you spend so much time at work, you mm -hmm. might not have the outlets anymore to have friends otherwise. But I agree. My best friends are people I've known for years and years and we don't work in the same field at all, which is this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's the sort of what I'm thinking is sort of like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, 
I, I applaud it because I guess, yeah, if you're especially if you're like a nurse or you work in um, healthcare, probably fostering um, adult friendships is hard. And if you're working these like sort of 12 hour days a lot or, you know, or longer, you're just kind of subject to the people that you're with. But I'm like, I spent eight hours with these people at work. I'm not going to go try to hang out with them more today. Yeah. yeah. Maybe on a once one weekend here or there, like go to like a bar or something, but not like best friend. Anyway. I, I get it. You're you're right, and uh, it's the important thing to focus on here is uh, how he classifies his friends. Matt, I mean, it's the bigger problem for me, apparently. Uh, but to the the point of the the post. Yes. What what do you what is, what is your thought on this? My thought, yes, I'm a I'm a parent, and I think the tough thing is, um, look, I'll. I'll go a little inside baseball here, uh, which I rarely do, and I I don't like what I do. But I'm going to go a little inside baseball. That story I told earlier that I said was me was my wife. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. So uh, there are times, um, and I'm sure I have uh, stories that I could have used a time where I actually did something bad, but I just (laughs) didn't feel like it. So... She didn't obviously. She shouldn't do anything bad. Just saying, like this is tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The worst example you thought of for data was she was like, "I'm having a hard time." She's, uh, she's honestly a pretty much a uh, a perfect mother. Yeah. Um. So, if she did this, I would be like, "Hey, I don't love that this happened, but that's as far as it would go." Unless I thought it was really dangerous. I think the biggest thing here for me is. These two are not on the same page. Um, Like, I think they are really disconnected. Because Mm -hmm. if Dana yelled at our daughter, I would be like, that was a bit much. But, okay, let's, we'll talk, maybe talk about it or whatever. Or maybe just not, because I know her intentions weren't bad or whatever. But these two are such on a different page because she's like, don't come home. There's so much more going on in this relationship yeah. Uh, than this situation. I also, I think some of some of the story must be missing. Right. Also, I think yeah. because well, all we heard was that he sort of raised his voice at his child, got the shoes back, and then left. Yeah. I have to think that there was probably a conversation on the way out where maybe this guy also perhaps maybe yelled at his wife like that's the only way i could think uh, that would go down or like that he sort of rushed out while he she was trying to have a conversation about that with him or or maybe like kind of like you're saying like maybe we're not really getting the full story of what the yelling was like yeah and like he said he didn't cuss but maybe it was a little more intense than we said don't take adult things you're gonna be in trouble when i get back like yeah maybe it was yeah maybe it was like a little crazier than yeah. that because i'm i'm so so like i don't know like i was raised uh i feel like i was just thinking about this the other day i was like i feel like my generation at least uh like yeah my the people that i know we were probably like the last generation of kids to be like spanked regularly like as like a mm-hmm. as a normal yeah like like parenting thing that like where people were sort of like yeah you just spanked your kids and now like i i feel like when i stopped getting spanked that was like when the conversation around that was happening it's like oh we shouldn't hit our children right um so like i'm thinking about this like oh like my it was also just like my mom 
too. So she would just like, and it was her versus three boys. And I say versus because we were terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course you like uh, kids are. We, yeah. And I think that's, it's part of growing up. They're terrible. The kids aren't all right. Off the kid- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but what is like, this crazy taxi? I'm having a good time. <laughs> I'm having a great time. I'm getting to where I need to go. Um, but be, like, so I don't know. Like, I feel like I was like probably like yelled at more instead of like being spanked. Sure, me too. Um, and like, you know, like when that sort of cultural shift happened. I guess if I'm thinking about how I would parent as someone who is childless mm-hmm. right now, I'm like, I don't know if that's something that I would jump to do. It wouldn't be my first choice, but I'm also like this kid, this kid sounds like he sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. that he deserves to be screamed at or anything, but like he's, he's being, he's has, he has to sort of learn the, the, what do you call it? The do's and don'ts of being a little, like, I guess a little shit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. America's bad boy. And um, I don't, I, you know, but yelling is not, if he, if he got screamed at by his dad, he probably was scared. And that's yeah. not something that normally happens. And then that's probably when he was like, mom, dad screamed at me. Yeah. He yelled at me and I'm maybe he was crying. Yeah. I, I definitely can understand it being very jarring because I've never, like, I've never yelled at my daughter, but sometimes she'll do things i remember one time she was standing on this rocking chair mm-hmm. and i remember being like johnny don't stand on that mm-hmm. and i could i had never even taken a tone with her and she was just like don't stand and she thought it was funny <laughs> because she doesn't even know me as like a, a person who could get upset in that way yes yeah you know? exactly so you're right this could be very jarring to the kid um but like in terms of like the wife's response, I'm sort of just like, I I truly think something was left out because it seems like such a jump. And I guess there's not enough information about like what their relationship is like in general. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if this is something that like, if they're maybe experiencing a problem uh, elsewhere within their relationship to then just be like, this is like a sort of a last straw sort yeah. of situation. Like that information was not given. Yes. Um, and if I'm being frank, I don't think I would expect this person to be um, as forthright as we would want to get like a very balanced version of the story. I uh, I, I agree with you, yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, so I'm just like, there's some key details missing to me. So mm-hmm. to a, from what we've been given though, he's like, what do I do about my wife who's mad? Yeah. I think he has to just sort of like open that line of communication and yeah. sort of like, uh, you know, that's, I guess that's sort of similar to what we were saying last time. This but is like, the theme the of theme. the podcast. You, you know, I guess I'm just like getting old, like older and like so many more of like the pro- like quote unquote problems that I have in my life are easier solved when I talk them out with someone or like talk them out to the person that the problem was with. Yeah, and it just I saves totally agree. So, it saves so much time, and it just saves so much grief, too. Yeah, um, yeah. and like it, it feels, you know, if that's not something you're used to. It feels like yucky, or not yucky necessarily, but it feels harder than it ends up being. It's a, it's um, it's scary. It's yeah. scary to have like serious talks, uh, because you are. It's so much easier to not do that because when you go to the scary talks, you're entering a realm where you're not 
like safe like maybe your relationship isn't safe like yeah when you have the talk about this situation and her telling you to not come home what i mean what must be wrong in the relationship for that to even be on the table right yeah absolutely um Um, but like i mean if he wants to come home i well obviously this is posted this was not posted an hour ago like you know what i mean like this is like uh so hopefully this got worked out but like can I say the- I have an update? You- oh, <laughs> my- you just rocked my fucking. Uh, it really did set you back in your chair. And I it- was sitting forward and I had to lean all the way back because <laughs> what Jay just did to me right now was like a magic trick. Yeah, it's we don't often get updates, but I'm very thankful when they exist. I truly have no idea. I looked at this story a bit from reading this the only update i can imagine is they talked about it and it went one of two ways i don't i don't even know what else to say about it but we have an update do you want to hear it yeah I, I definitely do because yeah there's not much i can say to the the previous part of it only because like yeah like i just don't feel like we got the full story and um you know i i can't I guess all I could say is like, from what the information that we have, you have to just promise your wife that you're never going to do that again. And what you have to just agree with her and be like, yeah. like but you have to mean it. You can't yes. just say it. No, you have you're to sort of like mean <laughs> that you can't do that. You're like, I know that was out of line. I was very yep. frustrated and not to excuse it, but I was just, I was in a hurry, you know, cause it's obviously we're all under the, the same amount of stress right now. In, but you know, not to say that his is more, but because he does work in a hospital. I'll yeah, that. no. That's I mean, he he is under he is under more stress. He's under uh, more stress cuz the job is scary. I know my girlfriend works in healthcare and like is scared every single day. Um and but like you know, when there's things to talk about you just sort of have to you just have to talk about cuz like that's I, like it's just tough. But let's I see this update. I totally agree with you. This update, I stopped reading it the second I saw the first line and I was like, I don't know what this is going to be, but here we go. Update. So much shit has happened in the last fucking 24 hours of my life that I can't even keep track of what's real. Basically, word spread through my job like wildfire of my situation. How would that happen? And tons of people reached out asking if they can cover my shift so I can go figure out stuff at home. I was hesitant at first because I was nervous, but I finally sucked it up and went home about nine hours earlier than expected. See, those those long nursing shifts. Yeah, that sucks. I already knew what I was going to say and everything. But on my way home, I notice a car in the driveway that I didn't recognize. So with a little caution, I silently sneak into the home. What is happening? This guy is sitting on the ground playing with my son. What the hell? My wife talking to him all sweet-like from the kitchen. I simply announced my presence and all the world stopped dead in its tracks. Only one that moved was my kid coming to say hi to me. Guess I'm forgiven. (laughs) Matt, this is not... This is not good. After I get the stranger out of the house and an hour of arguing, I figure out that my wife has been cheating on me for six weeks. Oh my God. What? And I just want to say, 
before we get any further than this, this is especially wild considering we're in a viral pandemic. I know. So to open your home up to someone who you're cheating with is crazy. This is crazy. This is so great. You're right. That part of it's insane. The part of it, it's it's also the, they're so close to it. So it's not like they're like anti-maskers or whatever being like, we need to be able to go back and play darts. Exactly. Like, they're seeing the results of it. Yeah. They're in New York, we assume. Yes. Um, or at least a big city with big buildings. But I only know one in the world. Uh, this is crazy. Uh, it all started with my long, crazy hours due to COVID, and she felt lonely slash horny. Uh, do those two go together? I guess loneliness and horniness kind of, you know. They're they, sort they, of like kissing cousins. Yeah, they, yeah, they could hook up. Um, <laughs> she meets this guy we will call Richard and hit it off. How did she even meet this person? So he's been coming over while I'm at work for weeks and me yelling at my son was just an excuse to get Richard over for the whole night. Oh my God. That's, but all, uh, I mean, how, how old is this kid? Didn't Four. They say? Four? Yeah. That's so damaging to this kid. I know. And can like, you believe that the, I mean, like once he goes back to it, he must remember a time when the kid mentioned this guy, but he didn't even know what he meant, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, mommy's friend. Yeah, who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not mommy's friend. I'm daddy. And yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> moments like that are just like, zhuzh, zhuzh, like, uh, that's the sound of, like, moments. Yeah, I know. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are, that's how moments sound when they kind of, like, uh, when everything makes sense all of a sudden. You know, like, when it warps in and it's like, and it gets, like, really quiet. Yep. That's like what that happened too. when he opened the door. Uh, yes, you know if I was uh, directing this, which I don't know, I guess we I'll might. put it. I'll put it out there. We, uh, like Matt and I are planning on making this into a film, and we'll go direct. <laughs> but I imagine this scene. This is one of those moments. It's there's almost no sound except that like light sound of the child playing, and it's like you can almost hear it. Like it's like nostalgic and nice, but the tone of what's happening is so heartbreaking it's like it's kind of the how wonderful the sound of a child playing in this moment is going to rip your heart out in this scene can i can i make a co-director note as well you lightly hear the main character's heartbeat whoa i love it a little bit i love it oh man great idea Uh, do you hear my baby yeah, the baby loves JR loves it. She's re- recreating my woe. I mean, <laughs> that's how that's how much she likes this idea. And now she's furious. <laughs> and like, now I she's furious. Movie now. Why don't we open movie theaters? I she's if anyone is against this lockdown, it's my child. Okay. <laughs> and it has been it's been tough in this house because she doesn't she doesn't believe Fauci. All right, Matt. Um <laughs> let's see. Thankfully, my name is the one on the deed of the house, so I sent her over to her mom's, even though she's probably crying to Richard right fucking now. (laughs) And the worst part is she tried to take my son with her. I Mm. put my foot down and finally got her out, and I'm sitting with him now, and I'm flabbergasted. I don't know what to do. If she moves out because of my crazy hours, it's, well, 
It's not because of your crazy hours, dude. She will take yeah. our son for sure. And I'll, oh, sorry. I'm such an idiot. Because of the crazy hours, she'll get the kid, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he won't get to see him until COVID ends. Luckily, I called in a lot of favors and I have a couple days off because of people covering for me. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, yeah. Now the problem is different. The problem now is not. <laughs> Matt, no, we thought the problem was yelling. You're right. It it's very different. So, him raising his voice at uh at their at their at their son at their child, moot. No longer valid. No mm-hmm. no not an area of concern. Agreed. This scenario, this cheating thing. The wife, not nice. I agree, but. If I could maybe do a little co-directing here, sure. I do I do want to humanize her. I don't want it to be the story of when we I, make this into a film, I want her to, you know, have dimensions to be a, and depth. Yeah, a fully fleshed out character that we actually understand where she's coming from. That's true. And you know, cuz like, uh, you know, the the hours is like a thing that like I'm sure a lot of uh healthcare workers deal with. You know, you know I was saying uh my girlfriend sometimes will stay longer than her regular shift and she's not like a nurse so she's not like there for you know like 17 hours a day or something but like Mm -hmm. she'll be there and then have to just like be stuck doing uh like paperwork wrapping up and like just like she has an hour to do paperwork for things that she's been doing all day sure Uh, so that then extends her hours but like she's tired and wants to go to sleep at the end of the day and like so you know Feeling lonely and horny is like like the, this woman says the wife. That's you know that's like a thing that like I'm sure a lot of spouses of people that work in healthcare feel and like relate to, but it is also like something you have to have the conversation about and like but you also have to respect the needs of somebody who's working during a fucking pandemic. Yeah. Like this is so crazy. Like you have to sort of like, I I I think when all this is over people who work in grocery stores and work in like hospitals and stuff you know how we're tearing down these statues yeah my baby's very against it by the way (laughs) but yeah i know she won't shut up about it you gotta i say we start putting them up with like these people because like they're just doing so much work and doing so much and for so little like in getting no thanks for it or getting put in at risk constantly because nobody will just wear the fucking masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the only reason she's lonely and horny is because it's because everybody else. Yeah. She she does need to look and go, hey, I may be lonely and horny, but if if that's anyone's problem, it's not my husband, you know? <laughs> no. It's, it's the guy who is running by you on the street at full clip with no mask on, breathing yeah. as hard as he can. It's the Karens. By the way, Matt, can I say, mm-hmm. uh, look, I'm not anti-people going out and exercising and running. I get it. I get all yeah. that. Yeah. This is going to be a, I guess this is maybe a cruel thought. Why am I seeing people running where it feels like they don't normally run? You know what I'm talking about? Where it's yeah. like, I don't think you're even a runner right now. No. Why are you out doing it in this moment? I see that. And then it's also like when I see these, when I see the Karens like popping off at like Trader Joe's, like the one that was like went viral not long ago. There was something about her that I was like, I don't think she even really shops at Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Like there was something, there was something was fishy about it. I was like, she did this to make a stink. 
Yeah. She, didn't, she doesn't normally shop here, I feel like. But, yes. you know, because um, I shop at Trader Joe's. Mm. But I respect that. I, <laughs> I love all the little snacks. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, though, because I think also it's probably just like a symptom of people being like, you know, like, I don't think I've been outside of my apartment in like three days. Yeah. Like I, and like, just to like go outside for even a little bit. I mean, you got to just respect the rules, put the mask on if you're going to do it. Um, but I think that's why we're probably seeing just more people out doing stuff <laughs> that doesn't seem quite right. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. seem to fit them. And I'm look, yeah. I'm not saying, look, this can be the start of your fitness journey. I'm not trying to shame anybody. The only shame I am trying to throw out there is like, if you're going to run, God, this isn't what this podcast is about. If you're going to run, uh, just at least be away from someone. But man, if you feel like you can't be away from someone, you got to wear a mask, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Or at least go out of your, like, because I'll wear my mask when I'm on a walk. And if I don't see anybody, you know, I'll pull it down. Cause like Same. Nobody, but it's not like it's like I can't breathe with it. I'm just more comfortable, obviously, because no shit, it's more comfortable. Yes. Um, but when I see somebody coming, even like very far away, I'm throwing that thing on and then I'm also getting out of their way. <laughs> I'm just like not here to interact with a stranger. Yes. Um, but anyway. So, sorry. Yes. We, uh, down a rabbit hole of just a stupid thing that annoys me, but yes. Yes. But like, I mean, you, ha I don't know, like, cause I'm not uh, married. So like I, you know, um, and I don't want to make like assumptions about like what, like married life or, and like what people are experiencing during this time, like working and like not being able to see each other and like just general, like the sex drives of like married people. Cause I know that's like a fluctuating thing too. There's like in all relationships. Yeah. Um, but like, if I don't know, you gotta, you gotta just say like, Hey, um, I know that you're working really hard cause now I'm focusing on her. Yeah. I'm not trying to give her an out for this. Cause like, I don't, I just, you know, I, I have a hard time sympathizing with anybody who decides to just blow up their entire life by cheating. Of course, of course, it's tough. Um, especially like when there's like a like a family involved. If it's like boyfriend and girlfriend, I mean, I don't think anybody should cheat in general. It's yeah, like a, a thing. But like, it's I, bad I, behavior. I, I, I take it more seriously when it, there's like a bigger issue with like the, like a kid and stuff. Dude, when there's a kid involved, it's it's really selfish, and I. I totally understand the fact that there's more to how the wife feels than just I was lonely and horny. I know that's sure. what this person's writing, but she is in a yes. marriage that she's unhappy with. Yes, she's got to figure it out. But I think, especially when there's a kid involved, man, you really owe it not to yourself, not even to your relationship, but you owe it to someone else who has no control over this to at least, you 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 need to at least be like, if you feel like there's no way to fix it, you need to have that conversation and be like, we need a divorce. We need to separate yeah. because yeah, the, the alternative is easy in the moment, but so massively selfish, uh, especially, uh, with the child involved. So selfish. It's, it's very selfish. Cause I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know if they're, they've had the conversation. Cause like I said, like there's just, there's just a lot of the story that we're never going to know that where it's not going to have all the information. Um, so like, maybe she has been like, Hey, like, you know, I feel like I'm not getting an, like, enough attention in this relationship. And like, that's like, you know, a delicate balance uh, mm -hmm. just for everybody. Um, like, I, I'm not sure if 
she expressed her needs. But if she did and they fell on deaf ears, then that's a problem with him. Totally. He didn't seem to be like, you know, internalize that and be like, okay, like I know that I'm working a lot right now. And like, there's obviously like a big stress in the whole world about especially like what I do. But I know that like when I get home, I'm obviously going to be very tired. But even if I can just take some time to pay attention or like, you know, be with you, be with my partner for even just a little bit at the end of my day or at yeah. the start of my, or start at the start of your day, just to be there for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that could have probably mitigated this whole thing. I agree. And it does, it does. It really matters. It really matters to take that time. And I know like we're all crazy stressed. Obviously this person's like dealing with this whole COVID thing, uh, in the most direct way possible. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's it's such a it's such a fucked up time to have the person that is supposed to have your back more than anyone mm-hmm. do yeah. this i agree like there needs to be a conversation and you're you're right we'll never know we'll never know if there was i don't think she just said i'm horny <laughs> no yeah, I don't think yeah, she was like whining that she was horny and felt alone. Yeah. Like, but it's like I don't know, she probably was just like, you know, that's uh, that is a valid thing that could be part of it. Sure. But I feel like she probably just wasn't feeling maybe even just like cared for or loved in this relationship right now and like I don't who knows how long it's been going on to be pre-covid. I mean, you know, depending on where this is in the country, I'm assuming New York. It's been going on. This has been going on for almost six months. I know. Yeah, so, it's been going on for a long time. So yeah, you're right. This this relationship could have started a long time ago. Yeah, I mean the the, the cheating relationship. I guess could have, I mean started. They said six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 sort of uh, yeah. But who even who even knows if that's true? But I, yeah. we'll we'll take it for true. But you're right. The the relationship could have been falling apart for a long time. Mm-hmm. COVID, uh, which if you ask my baby is just all 5G, is really like <laughs> destroying it even faster. Yeah. Um, and making her feel alone and isolated and a little horned up. Um, man, I, I've just, oh, pardon me. The th- one thing that just like is hitting me right now is like, I can't believe she brought the guy around her kid. That's just so bizarre. It's that's yeah, truly shocking behavior because that's just like I don't I don't know. You mean this is like not really the same thing, but it kind of is. Um, Jake and I both watch Ninety Day Fiance. I can guarantee this is the same exact thing, Matt. So okay, so I think it is the same thing because when I'm always just so shocked when like any one of them has like a baby from like a prior relationship. And then they bring in this new person, and then that per- that kid is immediately calling them like dad or mom. And I'm always like, this is so fucked up. This it's is so, so bad. So bad. I, I totally <laughs> agree. Like Nicole and Azen is like yes. a heart. That's a heartbreaking one because I'm like, this guy, Nicole, I don't know what's going on, but please stop having May call him daddy. Yes. And like the one that I'm watching right now is The Other Way. And it's, um, I can't remember her name. No. Um, but, and I'm on season one of other way, but I, as of right now, I, I feel for Jihoon. Well, of course, I love Jihoon. I love Jihoon. I'm a huge Jihoon fan. He's a, he's he's the fit god. He's always wearing like great clothes. He's, he rules. He does Um, rule. He's just the best. But, um, there's that other couple who they moved to South Africa 
Uh, and that like nine year old kid is like calling the the gambler yes. that like immediately, and I'm always like, this is so, this is not good. I know. I think is his name so Richard. Sad. His uh, his Ronald. Name... Ronald. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Ronald. Ronald. Um, and it's just so, I just so bad to me. Um, but like, so bringing this guy, the stranger, around their four year old while dad's out of the house is just not good. It's, yeah. uh, there's just it's plain and also not to mention how dangerous it is just considering the time right now that to me is making it worse because, oh my god yes because it's 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 bad enough and then you're also like potentially infecting your entire family yeah uh not to say that who knows maybe they're getting tested before you know um destroying their marriage uh who knows nah. um I just think that it's it's just it's it, the whole thing is inexcusable to me. Like I mean, but I do. I, I guess I do sympathize with feeling, um, like with the wife in feeling that this is something she had to do. That of she course, she had to do. That's obviously not great. Yeah, I think she took um, she took the coward's way out, which yeah. is the working title of our movie. But I can guarantee you it that won't be the title. Okay. The title is going to be an Offspring song. Uh, but yeah, hmm. um, you're gonna go far, kid, or something. Whoa! I mean, this movie's really about the kid when you think about it. Yeah, the kid's um, sort of like a, a character. But I mean, she she did the really unfortunate thing of like letting this happen rather than the harder thing of again the theme of this show for season two, having the tough conversations that the marriage wasn't working, at least from the information we have, that conversation wasn't had. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, the guy is so shocked by this. Yeah. You know, I feel like it is my inkling that the conversation didn't occur only because he's so surprised, mm-hmm. but also he could not be like, a, you know, we keep saying he's maybe not giving all the information, but maybe a conversation did happen and he's just still like, it just like didn't hit him the way it was supposed to. And then he's still like, I'm just so shocked by this. Right. Like sort of like Flanders parents. Like we've tried everything. We're all out of ideas. Do you like the Simpsons, man? I've seen it. <laughs> um, Matt, we have another update. Oh my God. I'm so kidding. I'm kidding, okay. Matt. We don't. I just wanted okay, to see so, what you would do. So now I feel like I know what the dad feels like and you're my son. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're going to yell at me. I'm going to scream at you. Uh, Matt, uh, I I think we're both in the same boat. Of course, the what is, what is this person supposed to do now? I mean, these are big conversations you have to have now because this relationship could be ending. You might never be able to forgive this person. Um, but I feel like uh, I feel like for the most part we're on the same page. That man, if you needed to have a conversation about this before, holy hell, yeah, uh, you've got to be able to talk now because this is kind of the end of the marriage. It seems like. Yeah, I would, I'll say right now for me, I would live for another update. I I know. I would love it. And like, just to know like that everything, you know, either ran its course or somehow worked out. Cause like, obviously like, you know, marriages have recovered from things like this in the past. And like, it's like a, it's tough. It's a tough road, but like, you know, maybe they worked it out for the kid and, you know, addressed their problems in their relationship or they just sort of cut ties and now they're, uh, 
you know, separated co-parents. Yeah. Yeah. I would love an update too. If another update comes, I will be sure to try to wrangle you and, uh, and get you back here to talk about it. Um, man, I think we did it, my man. I think we we solved this one. This one was like, uh, I don't want to say it was like the Iliad, but it was, uh, it was quite an adventure. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was maybe um, like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> yeah, much closer to Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Matt, you're just the greatest. I'm so happy you're here. Where can everybody find you? I Well, let me just say, Jake, I love being here with you today. Oh. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca. I produce shows for Earwolf, had this get played. Uh, Culture Kings, Yo's is Racist, Query. Check those out. And yeah, just I post all the time. I'm always posting. Oh yeah, you're you're constantly posting. Good for you, man. I love posting. It's just great. I love it. It's free. <laughs> um, that is the podcast for today, everybody. Thanks for checking it out. Matt, thanks for being here. Thanks, uh, I love you all. Goodbye!